0: Greetings everyone. Uh, welcome to our podcast and this is Mohamed Mubeen and this is Masood Aiman. and today we have a very new guest and, and this is our probably the third POSCA podcast you'll be listening to and today we have a very new guest that would be talking about a very technical stuff and some he will be talking about something that is really emerging right now.
1: So yeah. So we have uh, Martin, the co-founder of Blockchain at HKU.
0: Yeah, And
1: he's a blockchain enthusiast and he loves the technology. Yeah, he's so, actually and he's the, willing to share some yeah, insights. He's actually about the,
0: the go, go-to guy if you want to know about blockchain. And if you're planning to actually invest into blockchain, so you, he's particularly the go-to guy you can consult to. So how about, how, how about Martin, you um,
2: introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, this podcast. I'm very happy to be here today talking with Masood and Mipin. And yeah, just, um, I guess, hopefully through this podcast, everyone can learn a bit more about what our club is, what we do, and then maybe some more uh, uh, details on the blockchain or crypto side. Yeah. Uh, So So,
1: like, as you are the founder of Blockchain at HKU, uh, one of the most curious questions that most of our listeners or most of the people that I meet is really ask about Blockchain at HKU club is that, how did you come up with the idea? Like.
2: Actually, uh, back in 2021, the summer of 2021, uh, I was introduced to uh, blockchain and crypto by, actually crypto first, by one of my seniors uh, in high school. And like the way he described it just makes me very curious into all the industry. And then, you know, and also as a like teenager, you'd be happy when you see the coin go up and down, feel like a roller coaster and stuff. So then I started to immerse myself in the rabbit hole. And I thought, what if we form a club inside the university and then we have students to, to we can help students to get uh, engaged with some uh, companies and stuff, you know, everyone likes to have a good career. Right. So I just had that idea and say, why not? Let's do it. So uh, I found the club and you know, yeah. find people. So
0: mm-hmm. I just, a question came up to my, so what, what is about the blockchain at HKU?
2: So yeah, we, we try to host events like, uh, recently, we did some uh, workshops with some uh, blockchain builders in Hong Kong. We also do some talks with uh, some hedge fund managers on like, investing in crypto and stuff. So basically, involving investing and also technology.
1: Yeah, and uh, like as far as I remember, like this is the first club in Hong Kong, especially in university, in terms of blockchain, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So how was the response from other universities? Like, did other universities try to follow the, your footsteps?
2: Oh yeah true uh, there's now one in uh, UST but uh, I'm sure with me and Masood as the both, are, both as the co-founder of this club I'm sure yeah. we're unstoppable yeah, yeah hopefully let's let hope for the best and hopefully this uh, the
0: the our entire society will boom and like be, and will act, will be very much adjusting to the boom that's in uh, in Hong Kong that is really much related to blockchain and cryptocurrency and all this stuff yeah like so let's talk about the blockchain a bit right let's move
1: out from the club for the for the time being so So, as you like blockchain and so what is the most fascinating thing or most enthusiastic uh,
2: thing that you how do we actually
0: in fact introduce blockchain in fact how did your senior actually introduce you to blockchain okay
2: so yeah yeah to answer your question your answer is very good uh so like how can like what what is it about blockchain that i'm interested about so First is about, actually, it's about this is being an emerging industry. So I'm sure you guys, as a CS student, you would know that web-free or like crypto companies, they tend to pay the developers very well. Yeah, that's, so that's, true right that's a very strong incentive in yeah. itself already. And as for me, what I really uh, like about, or I enthusiastic uh, about blockchain is that uh, specifically on the uh, lower stream, like on the further like application, like NFTs, I think it's going to be a game changer because like for NFTs, let me give you an example. So when I was small, I really enjoyed playing FIFA. Yeah. Me you know, do the like fo- FIFA. football game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. On PlayStation 3 and stuff or like mobile. Man, that was really fun. But the problem is every year, every season, EA would uh, introduce a newer version of FIFA. And
0: mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm.
2: all the hard work I've done last year. Uh, uh, so I, t- I so spent spend, like really well three done. hours a day grinding uh, the players, uh, messing Ronaldo. But things so, really, <laughs> yeah, and those players at the end they will be wiped out. So I, so with NFT, actually, if you grind the card, you can actually keep it in your wallet, yeah, yeah. and theoretically, you save forever. Wow! And so exactly. it actually rewards me far more better than, yeah, than what EA is. has done to me. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: That's a good example. Yeah, you gave a very good example because that that thing used to hit me hard more than the Windows update itself. So <laughs> it was something that used to hit me hard really <laughs> much, and just click. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, something that I can relate to very well. But many, <laughs> no, many of our
1: listeners can it, relate it, to it, that thing. Yeah. So, like, apart from that, like, as you're the founder of the Blockchain Club, so do you yourself invest in blockchain or cryptocurrency or
0: NFTs? So, yeah, what's your blockchain profile? <laughs> oh, man. not. Interested. Do you want to share with them? Yeah, I do want to share with them. Okay,
2: actually, uh, contrary to what people think, I'm not a very active trader, to be fair. What I like to do is just uh, dollar cost average. Mm-hmm. The, the major ones so like ethereum bitcoin yeah like solana stuff like that and i also like i just hold because i realized when i actively trade i actually lose more
0: yeah than I, like, when, you know, because uh what i actually consulted to a lot of people and I, I actually am really interested in blockchain as well because well whenever i talk to people they they like say that um 90 of crypto is in fact garbage currency it's a scam so there's just a tiny bit of chunk that tiny ten percent of it, of the chunk that's investable that that is something that you can invest in. and that includes like Ethereum that includes like Bitcoin and these sort of currencies that actually come otherwise if you're literally investing on Dogecoin or something they, they it w- it might peak up at some time but like there would be a very big fall and that's that that and that fall is literally not literally per- product- predicted. So, like, do you count um, blockchain, the cryptocurrencies, as, as predictable currencies or something that is that would be long-lasting in future? Because nowadays we see literally crashes in the market.
1: So if I summarize his question, he, he's just trying to ask that, do you think that blockchain or the cryptocurrency would replace the fiat currency, the currency that we hold, yeah. the paper money?
2: Yeah, okay, so very good question. Yeah, thanks for your question. I think... Uh, just one word or one sentence to summarize i think crypto is here to stay uh maybe it won't i don't think it will replace the traditional finance system or like fiat money because i think now crypto is like a very big social experiment so yeah. so basically if you think about it deeply mm-hmm. crypto is not really backed by anything if you think us dollar it's backed by us military yeah right yeah. and then Hong Kong dollars back by it's like multi-trillion government. dollars yeah. in, in, in the in the in the foreign reserves authority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So crypto is crypto is like a really huge social experiment. And mm-hmm. then the problem with it is that everyone can make a token. You can make a token with, yeah. with your coding skill, but then it will have no utility. Yeah, you so in your entire thing that you
0: mentioned that as as a social uh, experiment. Like, how did you actually came, came up to this term? Like, it's, it's if it's a it's a social uh, like experiment. Like, uh, is it more reliable right now? Like, do people have have to invest in this thing? Like,
2: that does... I think uh what like it's it's not like people have to invest in this. I just think that for example, like one of the use cases of for crypto is like DeFi, right? Yeah, DeFi. So like, like, what, what what's with DeFi is that it gives you. Uh, it gives yeah. you an alternative to traditional finance. So you, for example, if you want to get a loan, if you want to get some, if you want to get a loan, cross border and stuff.
0: Yeah. And also
2: like, uh, without the time limit. So for example, banks don't work in weekends yeah. and stuff like that. With DeFi, you can go around these loopholes yeah, of the exactly. traditional finance system and then you can, you know,
0: do something about yeah. it. Exactly. Like DeFi is something like a virtual bank. So it's like, uh, for even our, for uh, for the uh, like listeners, um, DeFi actually is, is more like a decentralized application. You make your own virtual bank. You uh, you actually add your money inside it, and people lend it, and you get that interest. And then then ha- then that's how you actually make up money. So like DeFi, is actually like backed up by Ethereum, right? Ethereum. There like two major currencies. That's called Ethereum and Bitcoin. How do we both? How do we compare both of them? Like. Ethereum, I know, because I work with smart contracts, i worked with Solidity and these sort of programming languages. Ethereum is used and is mainly used in that. Bitcoin, what I've heard about Bitcoin is mostly used for trading or something. If there's a very big crash in the market, people just put the Bitcoin value and the Bitcoin price on the on, on, on
2: Internet. Uh, so how do we compare Ethereum and Bitcoin together? Okay, so uh, what you raised is a good point but i want to i uh, emphasize that defi is not only limited to ethereum so actually yeah. defi is just yeah. like a broad term so decentralized finance right it, it, it can be on different systems or yeah. different chains right so yeah that's one thing but uh, yeah um like uh, you mentioned how to distinguish bitcoin and ethereum so actually it's, it, they are quite different to be fair because bitcoin is it's, it's like something special bitcoin was developed as like actually a peer to peer transaction like uh transfer system but ethereum yeah. is built specifically to to like to scale to build yeah. applications on top it's more like the ethereum blockchain is instead of a transaction system it's more like a it's it's called layer one so basically on top of the layer you can build applications such as like DeFi 5 like um, trading platforms you can build like nft trading platforms marketplace or all kinds of uh, applications on top of the uh, blockchain. But I don't think you can, it's not as easy to build on top of Bitcoin, the Bitcoin blockchain.
0: Yeah, so what I got from you is Ethereum is like something that is used to automate like financial activities or something like that. It's more like a major block or something like that, or some system that can actually help you to like automate um, the financial activity that actually happen in the real world. In, in a virtual world so it's more like that and and blockchain is more like a wallet you you s- get the money that's just plus addition stuff things happening in the blockchain thing it's more like wallet you get that money you just send it give it to them you don't make a system out
2: of um, out of blockchain okay um well part of your, what you say is actually right but uh, i think the maybe i should like clarify a little bit yeah so so blockchain, it's the technology, like the base technology, and then yeah. with with blockchain, what's good is that you can have a decentralized system that acts like a, um, a accounting purpose. Like you yeah. track everyone's data, you track. So for every block, it re- records the the data, like the uh, inflow and outflow of all the uh, data. So you so essentially you don't have to rely on a middleman.
1: So we can say that. With the term blockchain, it's, it doesn't like stop at cryptocurrency. Yeah. Blockchain has a diverse yeah. context. It can yeah. be NFTs, it can be smart contracts. It it can be other applications. Like written, it can yeah. blockchain can be used in medical applications or yeah, like other totally things. An
0: open world in front of you. Let's just explore it. It's something so, really buzzword.
1: It's a buzzword, but like, yeah. Uh, apart from the like what like in the past coming past few months, there is a like, quite a hype of NFTs. Yeah. So. Sure. What do you think about NFTs or like, what are NFTs, you can say?
2: Okay, so uh yeah, we r- r- just have a hype is so right. Man. <laughs> the hype is so strong, it's crazy. I like, said like everyone has FOMO. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's not that good. So now you see it's flopped. Well, <laughs> it's flopped. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why but, what
1: I think, what's the reason behind
2: it? Why yeah.
1: hype and why crashed?
2: But yeah, but NFTs are actually very um useful, actually. Um, I think, to be fair, I think NFTs are... Probably one of the easiest thing the general public or like the traditional companies would accept, compared to cryptocurrency. Because what NFT does is that so basically with the, uh, with with the um, with the how do you say, with blockchain mm-hmm. the special thing is that like the NFT inside of blockchain is that every token that issue is like special, so cannot be copied, cannot be divided, so it's just. One of a kind in the world, so only yeah. one on the chain. So what does that what that enables is that it, it enables a lot of like stuff, like for example, ticketing. Mm-hmm. You can ensure there's no fake tickets. A, yeah,
1: that's a good application. Yeah,
2: yeah, and also yeah for maybe collectibles like art. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So mm. yeah, it ensures that uh, as long as the chain is not hacked or like uh, damaged, then the, then everyone. Would know from the data mm-hmm. that what you hold is the only one, the one and only one, uh, stuff that is in control by you.
1: Okay. Through the NFT. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Um, so, and what about smart contracts? Like, how they are different from NFTs?
2: Okay, smart contract and NFT are not like the same thing. Yeah, they are literally two opposite worlds. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> what's the difference? Like, what's the main difference? Yeah.
2: So, okay. So, uh it's kind of related you're right so like smart nft so for example to to mint an nft you can build a smart contract so like basically you the way it's like you interact with uh the website or like um, the, the marketplace for open mm-hmm. opensea for example yeah so you you go on the website you interact with the site and then the smart contract behind like the back end at the back end will, will receive your transaction request and then connect with the wallet and then once you uh, do st- some specific steps. You, you, you got past that uh, prerequisite, then the smart contract will execute by itself without the need of middlemen It will transfer you the NFT right, that you just minted. Yeah, it's so faster. it's like
0: literally automating the entire transactional process. Yeah. Once you're done with the work, the, to ta- the smart contracts would be like transferring out the money to you. So it's something that's developed on solidity and something. Ah, like I see.
1: Yeah. and you're talking about like mining thing as well. Yeah. It's like, uh, like I have I have a couple of friends who do Bitcoin mining. So, mm-hmm. like, what do you think? Like, uh, like for Bitcoin mining, you need a good hardware. You need a good GPU, yeah, a like mine stuff, system, and like, and and mostly the laptops or the good computers that do the mining. They overheat a lot and mm-hmm. they use a lot of electricity. So, did you ever try mining, or did you? Do you have a friend who tries mining and hates it, or like do you recommend someone to do mining?
2: No, mining is your friend rich. Yeah, he's not that rich, <laughs> oh, but, <this laughs> but like.
1: But he does it like he like he has free electricity, oh, okay. so it doesn't have to pay the electricity bills.
2: Yeah. So his
1: laptop is running twenty-four hours. Uh, He's he doing it
2: in the
0: halls right
1: now. <laughs> yeah, like, like,
2: yeah, I don't know whether he, we should tell he, it not. Probably like, would like, die of heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like
1: what I thought. Like uh, we live in halls, right? Yeah. So we don't have to pay electricity bills. What oh, the hell, man? So if we do mining in the
0: halls, <laughs> that's a particular pure <laughs> scam thing okay, we could okay. do. <laughs>
2: wow. Okay, so when I start when I started learning uh, Bitcoin mining, it's already not for the couple of people. Mm-hmm. But if I started ten years earlier, then I would uh, have been probably a millionaire. Yeah, I would be <laughs> a millionaire.
0: Million uh, we would be sitting with a millionaire somehow. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, but yeah, uh, the problem is. But Bitcoin mining consumes a lot of electricity. That's yeah. actually true because it's proof of work and
0: stuff. Yeah, that's exactly why it's being criticized a lot. This this technology is being criticized just because of the mining thing. Because people criticize that if we make this, if we like normalize this this entire technology, it will increase the amount of Bitcoin mining, and that would be really dangerous for the environment. That, oh, that's, that's why it's has uh, been really criticized. I never
1: thing. thought about that thing. Yeah, that's this a... thing is
0: really criticized as well because because of the mining part.
1: Mm, i see and yeah i I need to ask another question i'm just curious like you are from finance background as well you study economics so do you study a lot of stocks as well so do you prefer investing in a blockchain investing in crypto to be like precise so investing
2: in stocks? should i invest on stocks or bitcoin to be fair (laughs) (laughs) to be fair it depends on your risk management of course and then your knowledge towards the items so what's your preference my preference uh honestly because i because when i started to learn about crypto i was just like a freshman so i'm, yeah. I'm also not very informed about stocks so if you have to say knowledge wise i might go with crypto yeah exactly yeah, I because the
0: crypto guys are like 500 percent invested on in crypto don't go for stocks always he's a founder of blockchain yeah, club exactly. and he works
1: with blockchain so yes yeah
0: some insights right
1: yeah some <laughs> insights i hope i hope so yeah <laughs> so, so so do you think like uh is it the right time to invest in blockchain yeah. right now, in yeah. crypto
2: right now? Yeah.
0: What's your prediction about the blockchain current market?
2: Like current, currently it's down. Yeah, like, it's I, currently I, down. It's I, like... As not financial advice, but I suggest everyone to learn more before. Yeah, <laughs> before you... exactly. You need especially to now, it's uh, the bear market. Yeah, I don't think it's the best time to invest too much. You know. Yeah,
0: but like, how about putting part of your income inside inside blockchain? Like, right? like what
1: I see the blockchains, the cryptocurrencies are going downwards. Yep. they dip. So what I believe like when you invest in a dip, you can earn yeah. a, a huge profit. Yeah. It's, they're, 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 they're,
0: they're, it's, like, it's, like isn't it more like a parable or something? Like a yeah, like, dip and i
2: like, uh, I think <laughs> I think so I'm not a profit. So I think I cannot, <laughs> I cannot predict dips. But in, in this market I guess the best best thing is to do is to DCA dollar cost yeah. average. Yeah. Just avoid any all in of course, I believe yeah. in this bear market because <laughs> you won't know what will happen. You won't yeah, it. Again.
1: so from here I have another question: like these bitcoins and Ethereum and the Cryptocurrency in general are so volatile, yeah, right? the
0: entire. So currency is why
1: concerned. why is it like this? Yeah, how what, why, why why would someone like yeah. me would invest in a volatile yeah. investment and not in gold, which is more stable, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, for a currency that is literally influenced by someone, some random guys Elon Musk's um comments about something and some, again, bitcoin drops <laughs> yeah there's a, some guy random guy from us who just makes some comments about things and there's some drops and the entire so, market like has
2: fluctuations inside it
1: so why should i invest in bitcoin yeah. why is it volatile
2: so Superfile. i think i think it, there could be some reason behind its volatility like um to be fair i like what you say about elon musk uh, that's basically market manipulation yeah. Yeah. if it's in stocks then he's going to jail <laughs> yeah. i think it, the problem is that uh crypto is still like a wild west type. Mm-hmm. so not enough regulation people the whales you know going up and down before or after someone speak about something yeah. you know that's not a, like healthy sign but i guess it is what it is like to be fair if you it, it, if you want to invest in it i'd say uh since in- institutions are also buying in right? mm. so they are essentially becoming the new whale in crypto so i mean if goldman sachs like morgan stanley believes in bitcoin let's say then maybe you can also
1: study i can give you a bit of insight then like i have a couple of like people in banks and some of the people that i know work in banks and According to those people, like most of banks, like big banks, like J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, even Cad Swiss and Goldman Sachs, they are moving towards blockchain. They are—they're like, not moving towards crypto, to be honest. They are moving towards blockchain technology. Blockchain itself.
0: as a technology. Oh. So
1: they are trying to get the technology yeah, and implementing in their own well. finance system.
0: Yeah, they're they're building everything on solidity and stuff like that on Ethereum, basically. So I'm I'm literally expecting Ethereum to go above Bitcoin, literally. At at one certain point, it will go above because as a technology, this has some some huge scope inside it. It will actually revolutionize the entire financial market in the coming decade or something.
2: I see. That's really right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, So apart from that, like, let's talk a bit about club as well, like, so, are you guys planning any like new events in the coming semester, like in the coming year?
2: Well, actually, yeah, that's a good question raised. <laughs> actually, we have a competition in this uh in this summer. So, like late August, we have a competition in Cyberport. Uh, yeah, it's that's gonna good. be Yeah, 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 yeah that's especially those who are non Yeah, that's in that's a actually, good point. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's probably a good starting point for anyone, especially CS students to, you know, get their start in, in blockchain development or, like, web-free development and stuff. Mm-hmm. For details, you can find Masood, actually. Yeah, yeah like, uh, I really
1: hit the tech yeah. site. <laughs> there's, yeah.
2: there's, there's a lot of uh, um, pretty locally famous uh, blockchain or crypto-oriented uh, companies. Uh, some are pretty, you know, pretty nice. So, yeah. if you guys want the opportunity, you can feel free. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's particularly
0: a very good uh, experience as well as a, as a very good learning path like in fact if you want to learn if you're a newbie and you want to want to learn in, and can get into blockchain you want to in, in fact even before investing you need to actually learn about the entire technology how it works so it's it's, it's a very good starting point for someone who wants to get into the blockchain thing and
1: uh, another thing that I want like uh, put forward to my listeners is that Blockchain, a blockchain at HKU is looking forward to like recruit more developers, especially in Solidity. Yeah. So if you are willing to like join our club, yeah, exactly. And don't be shy because like we are not restricting our club to HK, right? We are like trying mm-hmm. to expand it to HKU, PolyU, Sirio, even internationally. So if you guys are willing to be a part of our club and yeah. want to like develop something under with us, yeah. So yeah, feel free to like email us or talk talk with us, and. Martin and Masood is always good. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> And also, I think that just maybe one more incentive to add, like, as an emerging industry, I'm sure, like, web. Uh, I know recently because of the bear market, there's been layoffs and stuff. You might have heard that. But the thing is, like, working in this emerging industry will only gain you the best advantage you have towards your banking peers. Because, honestly, a lot of people have complained they go to banking and they find their life like completely miserable yeah. they're losing their life target life goals and stuff not working on what they really enjoy exactly. and if you are looking to not to say change the world but if you're looking to build something that people actually will use instead of only sitting in in the the corner of Goldman Sachs and maybe you should consider joining us
0: yeah, yeah that's like, so
2: true
0: and and, and it's the ta- it's, it's the need need of the time right now because yeah, the 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 age the digital age that we're actually progressing in if if, if we if we are, don't like like know about the technology if you don't gather the information and learn about the programming in the in the in a, as a digital nomad or something like that we would be a digital illiterate at that 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 particular time so that's something it's it's the need of the time it's the need of the hour, because you need to learn things before before it gets implemented because because like five or ten to 20 years after this time you'll be like bitcoin is literally everywhere you won't be even recognizing that you're using bitcoin it's in certain applications or something You, you you're using um sorry um the the cryptocurrencies and the blockchain technology in certain application and you won't even recognize that you're using that thing so this is something really important and it's it's the it's it's actually needed in uh, in this current age, and we not even it's not even necessary being a CS student or or anyone literally literally anyone from arts can actually learn because my entire experience about blockchain was literally through through um, learning uh, learning from online YouTube material and stuff. I learned the entire Solidity stuff just because there was a random course that popped up into my recommended YouTube recommended feed and started. <laughs> learning that. And, and then I started creating those applications and somehow actually learned that. So in this actually particular age, it's quite easy to learn. And especially when there are events like, like uh, events like uh, that, that's our, that, like one of the events that is actually being organized by blockchain at HQ. If you participate in such events and take online courses, you can actually learn a lot about blockchain.
1: Well, apart from like, uh, I was listening to you or how did you learn like blockchain and the solidity? Like, Martin had the same experience he learned the what cryptocurrency through a YouTube channel right
2: yeah, yeah. what more crypto yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the it's like most comprehensive yeah like I do again. watch today, his videos a lot right? yeah. yeah
1: so what are the resources do you use to like learn about cryptocurrency and blockchain
2: um I also use actually I, I recommend everyone to uh, get used to Twitter mm-hmm. and then also uh, Discord Discord. Because these, are, yeah. these two are basically to...
0: Discord is literally the main
2: platform for yeah. the promotion of your yeah.
0: for, for the cryptocurrency it's, it's, but, you need
2: to get yeah you're right Um, but as for knowledge or like hard knowledge also like some market news I'd suggest Twitter it's where everyone hangs out yeah, yeah. it's it's the most important tools you would use yeah mm,
1: uh, Yeah. and like uh, so like apart from that let's the let's go like Let's uh, talk about something else like little bitcoin. So, like, there's a little bit of like fear in among people that they don't want to invest in bitcoin or like it wouldn't stay for a long time. So, what are the common misconceptions that you have come across later to bitcoin?
2: Well, actually, about bitcoin, I would say one thing that I will notice people like, uh, not people like, one interesting like, misconception towards bitcoin is that I've heard people's thinking that bitcoin was actually developed as like a form of digital gold. Well, but <laughs> but it's it's actually not really that case because the uh, initial intention of bitcoin when it was created by uh, Satoshi Nakamoto is a peer to peer transfer system yeah. on on the blockchain. So mm-hmm. and it's it's uh initial uh goal was to allow micropayments. Yeah. In without the without the use of middlemen, so banks essentially, so they enable a peer-to-peer transfer system without the banks and stuff. So you can transfer a tiny bit of money, so even like point point one of a cent, you know, to someone like in Salvador, for example, from Hong mm, Kong to Salvador, yeah. right? So with banks, that one cent would have been, you know the one cent that you want to send from Hong Kong to South El Salvador would be useless because the bank fees incurred, the middleman fees incurred would be already greater than the 0.1 cent that you're looking to send. Right? Yeah. So that was his intention. Yeah. And now things yeah. have slightly changed. So like the main yeah. objective and now the now, pr- practical use now is very really they...
0: different. Okay, I it's see. It's taken as an investment material. You just invest money in that thing. Uh, and
1: like... Uh... I thing that I want to ask on behalf of new investors in blockchain: that how do you actually invest in blockchain? Like, what's the procedure? Like, how do you buy bitcoins and trade it out?
2: Yeah, uh, about trading crypto, um, I'd say with if you are a um, beginner, then like a bit like me last year, I guess a uh, centralized exchange would do. So something like um, FTX mm-hmm. or like Binance, Binance uh, Kraken, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Open an account, and depends on your need, you might want to, you know, do KYC, and then yeah, a lot of these exchanges now actually allows fiat,
1: mm-hmm. fiat
2: payments. So you can actually, well, not suggested, but you can buy, you can buy with credit card, or you can buy with uh the, uh, like the P two P system. So mm, yeah, tra- yeah. Okay. so you transfer money, you transfer fiat to someone, and they transfer you, uh, crypto, crypto, yeah, through yeah. the uh, exchange. Yeah, that would Let's be see. the
1: way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: so that's how we can start um, uh,
1: apart from it. that, like there's a term called custodial. So do you know what's the meaning? Difference between custodial and not con- non non-cus- non-custodial
2: wallets. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that these technical terms always seem to put yeah, people off. Like
1: when uh, I yeah. saw the term I was like, yeah, what's this? I don't yeah, know, it, but it seems so scary.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it, it's basically um with wallets. So if you have opened something like a MetaMask Mm-hmm. you will know that they would give you a 12-word seed phrase. So yeah, seed yeah. phrase is basically very important to you in crypto because it stores every data you have inside the wallet. Uh, so with custodial wallet, basically it means that uh, the organization would get hold of your seed phrase. So for example, if you open an account on Binance, mm-hmm. then whatever crypto you buy on the uh, account that you have on Binance, all the crypto and the seed phrase it's actually in the hands of Binance, instead of in, inside you. So oh, the, the thing is that you know, everyone knows that Binance is quite safe, right? Yes. Sir. Mm-hmm. But like, there's also a chance that with these uh, custodial wallets, is that if Binance one day goes bankrupt or like just disappears. Yeah. So the CEO just gone, you he know, goes. take your money and gone. Then without the seed phrase, you would never get the crypto inside Binance back. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. so it's actually suggested that you use uh, non custodial wallet because, uh, one example is uh, MetaMask. So, if you mm-hmm. have the MetaMask, right, you you obviously have your seed phrase with you, mm-hmm. and then with that seed phrase, you can lose whatever. Uh, you you can lose the account, like you can lose your computer where you store the crypto. But if you have, as long as you have the seed phrase,
1: you can access you it from
2: anywhere. Exactly, you can access it anywhere in the world like the, one of the extreme cases is that uh, uh, for example if you're in war right and then oh, you, you a, can't <laughs> bring your computer away you can actually write down a C phrase bring it you know bring it over the border and then find somewhere safe and
1: that's an intense it. example
2: yeah activate <laughs> yeah. yeah. you your crypto that yeah. would be very, very much practical. stickable to the real life scenarios now <laughs> so
0: so like so how do we create custodial or non-custodial? Um, like you talked about the custodial one, you can create it with Binance. Like how do we create the non-custodial? wallet
2: Yeah, just certain platforms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the most uh popular one is obviously MetaMask. So on Ethereum blockchain as well as you keep mentioning like yeah. Ethereum stuff That's why Ethereum is. That's how you can see that Ethereum is the most prominent like blockchain in the world right now and the most popular cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So. With MetaMask, you basically you go onto the site and then it's actually pretty simple. It's a web-based uh, wallet, so use Chrome or whatever browser you have.
1: Actually, he, he has web uh, an account at MetaMask. Yeah, and he yeah. just makes fake smart contracts Ethereum uh, uh, Yeah, I just use <laughs> um, like,
0: random making, fake making
2: like solidity yeah, so yeah, and
0: yeah. to use solidity in I don't and I, I have literally never invested any sort of money in thing, yeah. so I use that thing.
2: That's to, actually really good. Yeah, it's replicate everything. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing because it like, it, it like it allows developers like you to build something on top, you know, try yeah. something out. You don't have to be really very intense, like, tech yeah. person. You can also do it. Yeah, it's
1: a good exactly. thing. So, like, I think we are yeah. already at the end of our podcast. So any other advices to our listeners or any other last messages that you want to give about the blockchain club or do you want to give them about Bitcoin itself or blockchain itself?
2: Well, I think, yeah, like, I think today we, we go through quite a lot of like, information so, for beginners. Yeah, for you guys asked really good questions, uh, Explain to everyone. I think it's good. Yeah, but I think the last piece of advice I'd give to anyone is that uh, I think you should, I think, you. I imagine that uh, crypto and also blockchain would be disrupting a lot of industries in the next 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good that if you're uh, still a university student, even though you will not work in the industry, you should take a look and learn about you know, Technology, new developments exactly. and stuff. Exactly. So, like it, has, it, it will do no harm to you, right? It's just learning the new Yeah, stuff. yeah keep keeping stuff too. up to date. Yeah, keep your stuff. Up. Yeah, and also, uh, if you are initiate, you then feel free to find like me and Masood, or like mm-hmm. especially
1: the blockchain club. At SM, yeah, right? in
2: fact, <laughs> I have also joined the blockchain club. Even though
0: I've not yet worked a lot with them, but just recently. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'll put the link for the blockchain club at, yeah. in the description as well.
0: Because and we if you us.
1: want Martin's con- contact, yeah. so I can find Masood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and you, Martin, yeah, yeah.
0: You, you guys can contact us about that. Yeah. Club <laughs> and we'll be guiding you off with that. So, I think that's all <laughs> from a side <laughs> for today's podcast. Yeah.
2: Thank you guys for
0: inviting me. Yeah, it was our pleasure, man. So, that's all from us. This is Mohammed Mubin and, and Masood, as well as Martin, signing off. So, see, uh, take care of you. Take care and see you. See you in another podcast too. Hopefully. Next week. Next week. (laughs) Hopefully.